What's going on, everybody? My name is Q, a.k.a. The People's Planner, and welcome to the I'm Just Saying podcast, brought to you by The Clever Group. Think of this podcast as a blend of your favorite late-night conversations where every Wednesday I'm going to bring you my unfiltered perspectives around all the challenges that we face as a young generation, from life, pop culture, to, of course, money, right? And even address a lot of the issues that you probably scared to talk about. I'm just saying. If you think you're ready for that, let's be clever. So, in this first episode, so the topic of the first episode is one that hits close to home for many of us. I know it hits close to home for me. Um, and it's really the challenges and the struggles um, and the hidden costs of being a Henry. And no, I'm not talking about your crazy Uncle Henry, right? But Henry stands for high earners who are not rich yet, right? So, that's the acronym for it in the business world. And to define who those folks are, it's basically... If you're pulling in a decent paycheck, but you haven't quite hit that, you know, cock your feet up, let's walk on the sand on the beach, or uh, let's go buy a mansion level yet, uh, then you probably fall into that Henry category. Um, and these are typically your doctors, your lawyers, your business owners, you know, your young entrepreneurs, athletes, actresses, actors, entertainers, um, whatever, you know, fits that bill. But anything, anybody that's bringing home that decent paycheck but hasn't hit those level yet, um, you might just be one. Uh and in this world of Henry's, we face a lot of a lot of things that we struggle with that most folks just don't understand, right? Um, and the main thing starting out is really like the pressure we have, like the lifestyle pressure, predominantly from family, friends, and just society in general. Uh, and a lot of it comes from us being taken advantage of in a lot of different ways. Breaking down family to start, it's it's like. Inside your family, now that you become this person who, in your family, you're now making, you know, you're now identified as a person that's making a lot of money. You're making a good amount of money, right? And I'm not talking about just your immediate family, like your 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 child or your spouse, if you have a family like that. I'm talking about your entire family. The idea is there's a lot of pressure that comes from that, right? Because now that you've been identified as the person who's making money, all of a sudden, in any situation and circumstance, you are the person that they're going to call on to help them, right? And that could be very, very, very frustrating. And it comes in a way from whether somebody needs a loan, somebody's trying to start a business, somebody's getting out of jail, whatever the case may be, now that they know that you have something coming in, they're going to want to, you know, you got it. So they're going to come to you for it, right? Because they're starting to read, read your pockets. And that, that's an issue that's very frustrating because we are good-hearted and kind-hearted. And we don't like to feel guilty for saying no, right, to my family. I don't want to tell them no. I mean, if coming through for me, these are people I work with. These people I grew up with. These are people, you know, that, that got me to where I'm at. I love y'all, right? I, I don't want to tell y'all no. I know y'all need it, and I got it. But the idea comes... Pressure comes from it being a, a constant thing that's, you know, they take advantage of you. And I say that a lot because here's here's the deal in my in my head, the way I view it. It's almost as if, think of this, like, what would you do, right, if you had a family member who you haven't talked to in years, or better yet, you have a family member that told you you'd never be nothing, they never supported you, they never was around you, they never pushed you, and then all of a sudden you get into this position, now you making money. And they got 
medical problems or they got, you know, they, they need to get out of jail or whatever circumstance that could be dire. And then all of a sudden they come and they ask you to help them. What you going to do? Right? Tough question, right? The idea is this person hasn't spoke to you or probably put you down their entire life, but all of a sudden they need you. Now you got to make this decision as a family member to where, hey, should I help them or should I not? Like, and it's really up, you know what I'm saying? You put that in, in perspective like that because that happens a lot of times when all of a sudden folks just start reading your pocket, they need you. Or even on a consistent basis where I use this, for example, the idea is let's say you got a family member that's been close to your entire life, but all of a sudden now that you've been seen as the person with the breadwinner, they want you to help them more often now. So now you got the 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 quantity the quantity over quality, right? So now people just want you to help them often. Whether it's can you, you know, send me some money to do this or can you help me do that or whatever the case may be. The first time I try, it's cool, I help you. The next time, yeah, I got you. But then it starts to look like a pattern of they just feel like they can just use you for whatever they feel like is convenient for them. And then that's when I, you know, I, that's when I bring up the idea of being taken advantage of. And that's where it gets real, real frustrating because it's almost as if I don't believe that we should put ourselves in that position to allow that, right? This is our money. We work for this, right? At the same time, like we, we work for this and I love you to death, but I can't keep letting you do that. Cause at some point, you kind of got to cross that line and say no. Like, for me, in my situation, how I look at it, like, my answer is no. Period. And the idea behind it is I only want to support and help those who've been supporting and helping me. And I'm not talking about somebody that's been giving me money, helping me out financially. I mean, the, those who've been in my corner, pushing me, rooting for me to get to this point where I'm at, those are the people that I'm really looking at, you know, trying to give back to or help out. Now, I can help out anybody. You know, like I said, we good-hearted and kind-hearted. But I won't put myself in a position to be taken advantage of. I don't really care how close we are on a family tree. And, you know, that's something I think a lot of us miss. And that kind of puts that pressure on us to keep doing it because it's family. And I'm, I'm not, I don't agree with that, to be honest with you, because we work to get to where we are. And as much as we love the folks that's in our corner, the folks that, that, that raised us, that brought us up, at some point you can't allow yourself to be taken advantage of. And that's just fair and true. Um, because if you keep allowing it, if somebody, if you at some point keep helping somebody out, I always say this. Once you give somebody the answer to question one, two, I'll give you the answer. Now they start asking for the answer to question two. Okay, I'll give you that answer. Then when you get to three, four, five, six, seven, like, man, like, I'm basically taking a test for you. What the? You're not giving me, you never, you know what I'm saying? So you got to put yourself in a position at some point, be okay with drawing that line and saying No. And really, it gets to that, that, that difficult point of, like, I mentioned earlier, the family member who might really need you. Your life is in their hands. It can come to a point to where the answer is still no. I don't really care what you're going through. It's fair, right? Because you're not about to take advantage of me whenever you get put into a situation that's so deep, you know, regardless of what the title is. And the same thing goes with friends as well, right? And these, like I said, these are the people we grew up with, we work with, um, we, we do everything with, right? We go out with. And it's difficult to say no. It's difficult to be put in that position because of the stigma we put behind. You know, this is my family. I'm always come through. Man, I don't believe in none of that. If you wasn't there for me, helping me get in there, I really don't care how close we all care. You know, 
mom, dad, sister, brother. I don't really care what you are in my life. Like, if you haven't been there for me, then it's going to be really tough for me to help you if you wasn't really pushing me. Um, so that's a big thing that, that puts a lot of pressure on us in that aspect. The society part, the society part is also big. Um, the issue with the society part is a lot of things that we see, we're kind of molded to feel like this is what we need to do, right? We need to do this because the world says do this and, you know, it's normal to do that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a big proponent to say that's stupid and I don't believe in none of that. I'm a big person to say as, as, as us in this category, do what you feel like you want to do. This is your show. This is your world in the day. And you got a lot of folks that's going to say you need to be buying this. You need to be going here. You need to be tasting that. You need to be trying this just because. And if that's not you, if that's not your world, your wave, then I don't condone it. Like, you don't need to be doing it, right? So, and then the question you have to ask yourself is, are you doing this because you want to do it? Or are you doing it because everybody else is doing it? And that's a societal pressure, right? All of a sudden you're making money. They expect you to be in a new car. They expect you to have a new house. They expect you to, to go here. They expect, man, look, I'm not doing none of that. And I tell a lot of folks that, man, like, this is your money. You work for it. You have the right. All of you have the right to go out and buy and do the things that you want to do. Right? If you want to go out and buy that new car because you, that's what you want, man, buy it. If you want to go out and take that trip because that's what you want, buy it. But I don't think doing it because society says do it is a good idea. Because, you know, what would you do if somebody's making that decision for you and you ultimately end up doing something that you know, you know, that's not you anyway, right? You go in and buy a lot of things because it's in style just because the world is buying it. And all of a sudden, like three years later, you know, you got that same thing sitting in your closet. You ain't even touch. Think about them hoverboards, right? Think about the red shoes that just came out. Put, put it to like that. You can go buy that because of the world and everybody else is buying it, but watch in a couple years, are you going to still be wearing that? Probably not. And if that's what you wanted at that point in time, fine. But if you got it because the world got it, then I don't think that's that's quite fair. And a lot of that pressure comes to us, and it, it puts it... It puts a lot of stress on us because we, we want to be able to stay in tune and stay, you know, up to date with a lot of things. But we often fall into that trap where this this just ain't for you. So, you know, being able to do what you feel is right. I don't think you're obligated to, to help anybody or to do anything that doesn't fit what you do. Right. Uh, I'm a big proponent of saying no. And if this ain't me, like I'm going to buy it next week. I'm going to buy it next time. I'm going to do it. Let me do it. You know what I'm saying? So being able to run your own race. Um, cause I had a guy who was a client of mine at a point in time. Uh, he was a mortgage broker. Right. And as we sit down, cause I'm a certified financial planner. So as we sit down going through his whole like financial world and looking at what's going on, we're talking to him and he's making what? 200, 250 a year. And this was when interest rates was really, really low. Right. And as a mortgage broker, everything is commissioned. So you know, check this out. So you know where I'm going with this. So as a as a mortgage broker, interest rates low, everybody's coming in and buying some type of property. You know, house, land, town, whatever it is, they're they're in they're they're in and out. And he's putting it together, right? So he's making all his money. But notice he ain't really doing anything with it as we're talking to him. You can basically almost hear it in his voice. I don't want to say he was crying, but it sure did sound like it. Homeboy was like really you can feel the pressure on him because 
interest rates now started to jump up and he had made all his money and he ain't going to be making the same money this year. And then now nobody's coming in and doing this and he ain't even putting nothing aside. Right. I think he only had about 10 grand to his name, 10, 10, 20 grand to his name. And then you often forget a lot of the responsibilities around that because now you're trying to plan for something with a lifestyle you was living and then all of a sudden you can't keep up with it. So understanding that pressure that comes with that, man, it's big and it's real, especially for that doctor lawyer world, because oftentimes, you know, Dr. Itis is, is, is a syndrome I've heard before uh, listening to Dave Ramsey. It's like as a doctor, as a lawyer, you know, you, you defer a lot. Right. So finally putting yourself in a position to get the things you've been wanting your whole time. All of a sudden, man, you forget you got student loans to pay back. Right. And that goes into that, that deferred gratification conversation. So a lot of times you got deferred gratification versus bad advice. And you got folks and talked about this with social media. You got folks who you get on TikTok, get on Instagram, and you got all these gurus out here that's going to tell you to do this with your money or do this, buy that, try this, go here. Man, a lot of times, I mean, to be fair, some of it is good information. I'm going to say about 5% of it is good information. The other like 95 is BS. This is stupid. This is I don't even know why you would listen to this. And the idea behind it is it's just all a facade to make you appear to be somebody you really not. And most of it is unrealistic. So you got a lot of people who just giving bad advice. But when you mix that with that deferred gratification I was mentioning, when you're a doctor or a lawyer or any other position that you've been in, know that a lot of times you defer a lot where you have to go an extra four years of school compared to your friends, colleagues who probably did one year, two years, four years, even if they did a year of school, they're already making their money, right? But you have to go through residency for four more years and you're making 30 grand and you're making whatever. Basically nothing. And the idea is all of the things that you've, you know, you, you've been one, you see your friends getting... You finally, like, you, you get this money. Now you get your paycheck, your first check, first salary. You got, you know, 150 200 250 depending on your specialization and whatever you're doing. And same, same thing goes for athletes. In this same criteria, the same idea, that deferred gratification, now you want to go and catch up, right? You want to go and catch up to the world. Now you got this money. You want to go do the things you've been dreading to do. But the issue is most of the time, especially for doctors and lawyers, I mean, you forget. You know, you owe Sally May $200,000, dollars $400,000. You got to pay that back. <laughs> that ain't going nowhere at all. You know what I mean? You got to pay that back. And and the idea is when you're looking at that information because you got bad advice, you got folks trying to do this, we try to overcompensate by, you know, finding the quick money, right? But the idea is how do you know what's true? How do you know when you're watching that social media person, whatever it is, how do you know what they're saying is true and makes sense? Most of the time we don't. We just take it face value. And and that's stupid in in the same sense to where it's like you don't even know who this person is. You don't even know how valid this person is with whatever they're doing. They could be showing you a bunch of other things that's saying this and that, but how do you know it's real? We don't know at all. And my biggest thing is, man, do your research and verify everything. I'm talking about everything. And wait for the ass because typically how they work with the social media thing is they're they're it's crazy because after this I, I swear to God y'all gonna thank me later 
whenever you're watching somebody on any social media that's giving some advice that say, you know, sign up for my free course or buy my free book or anything like that, watch what they're doing. Like, watch for the ask. The way it works is that they, whatever they're giving you is probably free. The idea is that they line it up to where it's like, yeah, buy my free course. And then as you're in there, they give you just enough information to feel like they're teasing you and feel like they're giving you something of value, right? But then at the end of it, it's going to be something like, if you think you like this, then sign up for my conference or webinar or whatever it is, and they're going to put $199 or $299 right here. And then in the X, in the background, it's going to be like $999 to make it seem like you're getting a big-ass discount when you're really not. And the conference or whatever the hell they're putting together is probably something that's watered down, and you could have just Googled it. And that's how they make their money because they, they attack the ones that are trying to catch up. They're trying to keep up. They're trying to, like, multiply. And it's all a facade, right? And no harm. You know, shout out to them for doing that. Like, I understand business people could be in a business owner myself. I understand and I respect where they're coming from. I just don't condone when you're taking advantage of people from a vulnerable standpoint. These, you know, people that don't have no idea what's going on. Being able to take advantage of man, that bothers me. Like that's that's where that line gets crossed because not nah, at least let them know what you're up to, so that way they can respect it. Uh, the idea though is, a lot of times watch for the ask. Whenever you see that, I guarantee you an ask is coming. And a lot of folks who you know they're trying to catch up, they're desperate, they're trying to find ways to flip money and do whatever they need to do in the short term. That's when it comes in that. And you know, whenever you put yourself in that position, it's. You become vulnerable, especially lack of planning that comes in that, which comes into like the, the third issue, really the big issue. Another big issue is really no planning, no direction. So without a clear roadmap, let me tell you this, without a clear roadmap, you will have a lot of missed opportunities, countless mistakes, and just a bunch of unnecessary stress. And I'm going to say this again, without a roadmap, you will have a bunch of missed opportunities missed mistakes, and countless amounts of stress, right? Here's why. Imagine you are throwing rocks in the ocean. You have no idea what you're aiming at. So how do you know when you've hit the target? And a lot of times when you don't have any destination in mind, like where are you trying to get to? What are you working for? What's the milestone? I don't care how much money you make. You're going to be that person. You're going to be that person that's going to be 20 years in your damn job. And, yeah, you're making a lot of good money, but you're just stressed out because you have no idea what life means. You know, I know folks who make 50 grand and is happy. And I know people who make 350 and they're, they're just as happy. The idea is how do you know what you're aiming for as you kind of moving through all this, right? And that's when it becomes a difficult, you know, conversation to have athletes is big on this because athletes make a lot of money but you see a lot of them go broke the reason is because they don't really know what the hell they targeting right they just out there doing what they do and a lot of folks are like that that's not athletes but a lot of regular folks and that's why i put myself in a position to say man you know driving without a map is think about it you're driving somewhere you don't know where you're going you don't know where the end goes you're just driving at some point you're going to run out of gas at some point, you're just driving around. You don't know what street you're taking. You don't know what street you own. So being able to identify what the hell you're targeting, I think it's, it's important for you to navigate through being, you know, in this position as a Henry. You know what I mean? And and to, to top that off, you got to understand the idea that nobody, not a soul, I'm talking about nobody, you mean nobody, is coming to save you. You know, I'm just saying, 
nobody's come and save you in a sense. So what are you going to do if nobody's come and save you? You don't have this idea, you know, you don't know what the hell you up to. And that's when the conversation comes from, like, you know, building your team out, you know, being surrounded by the right fo- folks and talk to experts in whatever field you're trying to get into. And I, I stress this a lot, you know, being a financial planner, using that, for example, if you got financial situations and concerns and questions, talk to somebody in the finance world that knows that, right? Same thing with real estate. If you're trying to get into the real estate, trying to do this, talk to somebody who's been doing this and has the knowledge behind it, you know, to help you, you know, from same thing from taxes and accounting, like talk to the right folks that you need to be talking to, to help you get where you're trying to go. You know, whether it's your therapist, whether it's your, your nutritionist, whatever it is, you know, your strength coach, whoever you're using. Cause here's my thing. I think it's relatively crazy and insane to just listen to the folks that either don't have the credibility behind it, don't have experience or knowledge, whatever the case, you're not listening to them because what they're saying is probably bored and simple, but you're listening to the, the social media folks who just, they make everything seem like it's hype and turned up and you know, you just want to go and be a part of the move in a way, but that's really like, they have no idea what the hell they're doing. They probably actually broke it in you. You want me to be honest with you? So talking to the people, I got a friend who's a pharmacist, right? Let me break this down to you. I got a friend who's a pharmacist. It'll be stupid for me to go ask my other, you know, homeboy, my other close friend, who's a damn electrician, for advice on medication that I take, right? I got ADHD, so I gotta, like, if I got a question about medicine, why the hell am I going to talk to him about what pills I should be taking? When I got a friend who's a pharmacist who actually does this and knows this, you know what I mean? That'll be stupid. So being able to surround yourself by the folks and identify, you know, where you're trying to get to and who you need to talk to to get there, right? Being able to have them conversations, man, because there are a lot of folks that's willing to help. But the issue is like a lot of, you know, a lot of people, they put us in that that position where we got a lot of pressure to, from an expectation standpoint, right? Because you're not, more money, more problems is a real thing. But when you finally get that paycheck, you know, that deferred gratification kicks in where you, when you finally get that paycheck, you will now start to listen to anybody that's going to help you catch up. And we can't do that. We got to be able to move, move strategic, right? Because this is your race, man. And a lot of times people get lost in the sauce. I know I go through it. I went through it at a point in time, too. Where you get lost in the sauce trying to catch up, trying to keep up. You're listening to anything that makes sense. But oftentimes, if you don't do your research and identify who's who, then you just is lost. Man, and the saying I always live by is you never really overwhelm. You just disorganize. That's it. Just press pause. Sort things out and then move your race. What they doing over here, you might not do. How long it took them to get here, it might not take you that long. Or it might take you longer. Run your way. And the last thing, really, I'd say is a big issue that we go through is self-care. And uh, I'm going to break this one down. Because this one is big from a mental health standpoint. Chasing the bag often leads to you neglecting yourself. I'm going to say this again. Chasing the bag oftentimes leads to you neglecting yourself. And just like in the movies, it always turns out bad. Whether you're neglecting yourself, your family, you're neglecting your job, something you start, you have to sacrifice something, right? So something gets sacrificed. And oftentimes, it's you. You know, when you working, you're trying to build your world, trying to get yourself up and running, you, you just, you know, you're doing the thing, right? But oftentimes, you forget that you're just moving, you're just going, and you, you forget that there are other things to help you decompress, from a mental health standpoint, you know, you got your family, you got friends, you got taking some time to go here, taking some time to do this. 
being able to decompress and relax is a thing that we often miss. And also celebrate your wins at the same time. I think we struggle with that. I know I struggle with it. Being able to, to, to celebrate your wins and never get too high or too low. I mean, you work for where you got to right now at this point in your life. So being able to take some time to celebrate them small wins and the big ones, of course, but do it where, you know, you're not just letting the time pass by. Hey, you're making the money, but I mean, 20 years go by, you still been doing the same thing. You're sitting in the same office in the same cubicle. And yeah, you know, I've been doing this. I make this, but man, you just miserable. So being able to take yourself, take care of yourself, man. So get back out and get your health right. Go and work out, eating right. Go spend time with your family, your friends, the people that love you, the people that, you know, you like being around. Take some time to travel and go do things on your own if you need to. A lot of folks don't like traveling by themselves. I don't understand that. Man, go, man, I'll take a trip by myself today. You hear me? So being able to do that because, you know, getting yourself back right is always important, especially when we're in this grind at a young age, because there's a lot of a lot of pressure that's put on us as Henry's, right? So being able to identify what you need to be doing and following your path, right? This is your journey, your story. Let nobody else write that for you. Because, you know, at the end of the day, only you know what you want. And and like I said, not a soul is coming to save you. You know what I mean? Uh, but in the meantime, that's all I got for this episode. Man, I thank y'all for tuning in to the very first episode of the I'm Just Saying podcast. Um, I hope this topic was beneficial to a lot. I hope it inspired a lot. I hope it enjoyed. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it and, you know, took some things from it and, and, and enjoyed the a lot of the conversations normally we don't like talking about when it comes down to things like money. Uh, but feel free to like, share, and subscribe, man. Um, on all platforms, we're going to be posting on. And be sure to come back here next Wednesday. We'll be back again with another episode. But until then, my name is Q, and you know the motto, always be clever. I'm out.